It's Rocco here, and I'm with my boy Will. Yeah, Will, Will the Thrill. Will the Thrill. It's just Rocco. always a nickname people give Wills, isn't it? <laughs> Will the Thrill. It's uh, with Will underscore XX. Hey, dude. So the head tattoo. I think we do it. I, I, I got to make one one call uh-huh. to see, give it, get the thumbs up. But once we have some time, I think we start. I'm excited, man. That's I'm gonna nervous be painful and excited. Shit. I'm pretty psyched about the entire. I'm gonna show thing. trashed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, so what we want to talk about today? I wanted I wanted to 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 talk about to, you know just bring Will on, and he has something exciting that he wanted to talk about. Real quick, we'll just hit a couple po- uh, podcast sponsors just because that's what we do. Um, Beer.com. Oh, dude, have you got any yet? What's that? Beer.com. Some beard oils or anything for your for your for your. You have a nice little goatee going thanks, on. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I usually I'm right from the gym and I'm pretty rough, but yeah. I think that would definitely help me out. Oh, dude, I have tons of it. So nice. you can, before you leave, take some. You can take some body wash, whatever you want. You got Excellent. it. Uh, Beard.com also sells uh, Elvato. Elvato's doing great, dude. You're just like me, kind of had the bald head look. Oh yeah. But your son uses Elvato, doesn't he? Or yeah, I mean, he's got he's, he's got, got a, nice a pomade mouth. stuff. So yes. let me send you home with a Elvato as well. Excellent. Sounds Don't good. let me forget, dude. Okay. I, look at boxes, bro. Nice. Several boxes. So you guys get that. You guys go check Hell out Beard.com. Yeah. Obviously owned by me and one other buddy of mine. And we're just trying to make shit happen with Beard.com. I don't give a fuck if you're a hipster. I don't give a fuck if you're a veteran. I just want you to have a fucking clean looking face and take care of your shit, man. Yeah. That's all I want. I don't care who you are. As long Self-respect as it, and pride. That's man. it. That's, yeah. that's all it is. You know, our motto is stay maintained. And, nice. and it's, it's like... I don't give a fuck who you are. Everyone has a beard or a mustache or something, and you need to fucking look good, smell good. My grandma used to tell me that. So, so, mijo, if you smell good, someone's going to like you. You don't want to be the stinky kid. You don't want to be the stinky kid. <laughs> so if you don't want to be the stinky kid, go check out beard.com. Uh, we got what you need. Uh, another sponsor of ours. We're just going to go We're gonna go real quick. Combat Flags. You guys, go check out Combat Flags. There's some dope-ass dudes. I got a combat flag behind me right now. I'm going to take it to the next podcast uh, location. We're going to be setting up in a new location, and uh, I'll have it there as well. So go check out Combat Flags. They are dope-as-fuck, veteran-owned, and they're kicking ass. Uh, don't forget True North. True North is a True North Motor Company. Locally owned here in Utah, uh, my boy Jess, he runs it. He's the fucking man. Uh, it's just a cool concept, getting dudes out there riding together on usually Sundays. They do rides or something. Do you ride at all? I don't. You, I don't. You, is it something that you're nervous that could kill you, so you just stay away from it, or is it just not a thing of yours? Well, it does make me a little bit nervous, and I'm just really paranoid about hurting my hands. Oh, dude. You know? I, I, you know what's funny? We, we always talk about this, and I always forget. Yeah. Your hands is your money maker. That's, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm really, really... Um, cautious with that even a sprain it, it gets expensive for me god dude i forget i'm done with the sponsor man let's just fucking do it <laughs> but that's if one of the things is you're a tattoo artist and if you damage that hand and it's only one hand it's like you almost want to walk around with a fucking giant fucking plexiglass box around this right. motherfucker so exactly. no one hurts it because that's everything for you right and there's no there's no fucking other skill set that you can do. I mean, you you own your your tattoo shop. I do. So you can run it, but that's not going to pay the bills compared right. to what you make now as a tattoo artist. Right. The majority of my income comes from my actual work. Yeah. The, the shop itself is sweet to have, but that's definitely not what I depend on. Holy smokes! So, so Will told me today that he wanted to get on here, and we were just going to bullshit. Obviously, Will's a neighbor of mine, and he wanted to kind of talk about something. 
that uh, he's been he's been doing, and it's kind of a celebration podcast as well. So it what's is. up, Will? So this is my second year of sobriety. Mid February is two years sober for me. Two years sober. Yeah. Damn. And it's, so what what brought you to that decision to become sober? Just uh, finally stopping a stopping to, to to punch myself in the face, basically. Like the first year I had my anniversary, I didn't celebrate at all. I felt kind of dumb because yeah. of that reason. Because yeah. it was like, why didn't I do this a long ass time ago? Like I, I felt like I was celebrating to not hurt myself anymore. And and now it, it's a big thing. It's special to me. It's it, I'm really proud of it. I like sharing it with people because there's a lot of people out there who, for some reason, they don't want to admit it or they just don't yeah. want to take that step. And I think it's 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 good to talk about these things. So you you decided two years ago that you didn't need alcohol in your life. Yes. When, and now the question is, did, was it needed that bad? Are you the type of person that just you just know when you drink, you're a whole different person? Yeah, I do. I, I, I knew it. and But at the same time, it's that, it's that veteran crutch where you get out and you, you drink. You drink yeah. heavy. You, you drink to sleep. You drink to maintain. You drink because you think it makes you a more of a relaxed person or you learn to deal or better. You, you self-medicate, exactly. essentially, is what you're doing. You numb yourself to the point where you don't have to think about all the shit that's messing with your head. And I don't, like, to be clear, I don't have anything against alcohol. I don't have, I don't bad mouth on anybody who wants to have a drink. I have alcohol in my home i have alcohol in my business yep. i offer it to friends it's not a big thing i like keeping the good stuff around i like spoiling my friends but yeah to me there's a difference between killing a 30 pack of pbr a day and going home and having a nice glass of whiskey yeah i can't be that glass of whiskey guy because in a week it'll be two glasses then three glasses yeah. and then ever then i'm getting fucked up all over again now it's just i i've learned that I, I can't be that guy. Yeah. So I just totally cut it out from my life. I had to. It's just, it's made me a better person. And um, drinking like an adult is to me, is, is different than drinking like, you know, some uh, a private or a frat boy. Yeah. Well, that's get, what we oh, talked no. about. You know, those, it's, you were telling me that you were coming up on your two years and we went out to dinner and I was talking about like, oh man, I, I, f I forgot that you were sober. And so then I felt bad because I was ordering my drinks and you're like, no, 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 dude, it's not a big yeah, deal. It's not a big Which deal. Which is the coolest thing because, so a lot of the guys on the set of uh, Minds MC are actually the same as well. They, they've been sober for years. Some are recently sober. Some have been sober for about 15 years. Cool. And, and so it's it's one of the first times I've been around that, right? Like mm -hmm. been around and, and, and understanding that I've been around guys that are really adamant and believe in why they're sober, yeah. right? Like they know why, right? right? Because those guys, just like you, know... That's something that they don't do well, right? Mm -hmm. Like they don't recognize a person that when they drink, they turn into the worst side of themselves when they drink. Yeah. And at the same time, they can't they can't do what some of us can do uh, by having one drink that night and calling it a day. Right. I too know that I have that in me. There's days where I'm like, dude, if I'm having one, I'm having them all. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm having everything I can possibly have that night because fuck it, right? Mm -hmm. And and. I catch myself, you know, when I first got out, I was drinking quite a bit. I mean, there were several times I remember waking myself up off the floor, you know what yeah. I mean, and, and, and going going to town on Jack Daniels is what me and a buddy of mine used Oof. to drink all the time. And I now don't, I hate Jack Daniels mm -hmm. for some reason, the flavor, the smell, it, it's one yeah. of those things, right? Like mm -hmm. that and vodka do it to me. Mm -hmm. I used to drink a lot in baseball, right? I When I wasn't pitching sometimes, I'd have a Gatorade, half of Gatorade, half vodka Damn. and I'd fuck it up, right? And then all of a sudden like I'm tanked. And so vodka is the, the, the college drink that fucked me up yeah. that I don't touch, right? Yeah. 
I I've still very rarely have ever had a vodka. And then you got you got um, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is the other one. I smell it. And I'm like, uh-huh. ugh, give me the fucking willies, right? Because I drank that for so much of the time getting out of the military. My transition was hard because I had FOMO, like that fear of missing out. Yeah. I, I, I was getting calls from my boys coming back from overseas about missions that were just fucking epic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when Leroy Petrie, he was the second 75th Ranger Regiment guy who received the Medal of Honor. Um, he was a Medal of Honor recipient. He received it while I was in the Border Patrol. While I was in the Border Patrol, sometime in 2010, I believe is when they finally awarded him it. 2000, maybe 11, maybe 12, somewhere around there, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it's it's a good gap. I knew about that mission in 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. I got the call, and he saved actually one of my privates, one of my friends and privates that I had at the time. And so my buddy called me. He goes, dude, you wouldn't even believe this. This went down. I think Leroy's going to get a fucking Medal of Honor. I'm like, what the wow. fuck? He's like, yeah, dude. This like, and he explained. I'm like, dog, that's the craziest fucking story I've ever heard. <laughs> and I, and I that night drank my fucking self until I was retarded. Right. Because in my heart, it hurt me that I missed it. Mm-hmm. I felt like, what if I was there? Yeah. Could I have fucking helped? We lost a ranger that night, right? right, right. We had several that had casualties yeah. that night. A lot of my friends were fucking there, dude, and yeah. it pissed me off. That I missed it. Yeah. You know? And so I drank like that. And I drank and I drank and I drank. And I did this for years until I finally got a, a kind of a hold of myself. I know, and I, we talked about it too, I have alcoholism in my family. Right. I know there's a chance that I could turn into that. Yeah. Right? Me and my cousin, my cousin Mike, man, he calls himself Miguel, but I call him Mikey because he's my cousin, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up together. But but Miguel, me and him know that we have it in our family. Yeah. And that that there's a chance if we lose grip of that, we can easily turn to that. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I consciously make a decision to drink like a, like a mature adult. If I do have a drink, it's going to be two or maybe three. You know what I'm saying? At right. the same time, Salt Lake City makes it real easy <laughs> to, to, real easy to not drink like I used to yes. in Texas. Yeah. In Texas, you get a fucking Jack and Coke. You get a Crown and Coke. My wife's a big Crown drinker, right? Yeah. So you get a big, you get a Crown and Coke. You're getting a heavy two fucking ounces in that yeah. motherfucker right and you know it's what like I mean? yellow just a little it, coke for color exactly barely you do that here you're uh-huh. getting a heavy coke pour right and so like you can drink seven eight of those and, uh-huh. and not really feel what you do after two or three in yeah. texas but i still know i have it in me to fucking challenge myself to kill that bottle because i'm a fucking weirdo right, right like right because it's something inside me that that i i continually battle right you know and it's cool that you you identify that and you decided to, to and you know, someday I'm probably going to take that same plunge. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I, it's not in, it's not in me yet. It's, it's, it was a tough one. It was a yeah. really tough decision. I, I, I remember that entire month. I remember, you know, I had a, a rough night, came home and uh, it was it was just not good. It was not good. The home situation was not very good. And this was a pattern of mine. Yeah. And eventually either the marriage was going to break up or my life was just going to get totally wrecked. Something yeah. bad was going to happen if I didn't change this pattern. So you saw the patterns of it just kind of destroying you slowly. I, I, I saw it for a very long time, Yeah, but I didn't want to acknowledge it. You didn't acknowledge the fact that it was the alcohol that was kind yes, of... Yes, a total denial, just like everybody else. Like, I can handle it. I'm freaking tough. I'm all macho and shit. I'm a, I'm fucking a freaking man. You know, I'm a veteran. I'm a man. I can do this. <laughs> I, got I can handle on my this fucking addiction. Neck. But... <laughs> I'm a tough dude. I finally had to go to this thing is kicking my ass. Yeah. 
every freaking time I drink, this thing kicks my ass and the, to, the next week is rough. Yeah. I've had some blowouts, dude. Mm-hmm. I've had some blowouts where I'm like, damn, that's not me. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's not me. It's embarrassing. It's it shameful. It is, dude. But you just don't want to face it. You don't want to look in the mirror and go, yeah, I, I really, I need to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, dude. So... So you're coming up on two years, and do you think, I mean, obviously, you don't, you don't take a decision like this and say, well, I'm going to do it for five years. I mean, this is a life journey for you now. It is. I, I started with little steps. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to, I think it was February. I think I said, initially, I'm not going to drink until my birthday, which is uh, early April. Yeah. So I thought that was a good step to take. Yeah. And then when I got to April, I'm like, well, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I can do another month. I think I could do six months. When I hit six months, I was like, you know, I, I think I could do a year. Yeah. So I just kind of kept moving forward. It wasn't, I'm going to stop right now because that's a gigantic bite to take. Oh, it's huge. So little steps, little Immensely steps. Mentally, it's huge. It's not like it, right. I mean, you've, you've gotten there now. You're mm-hmm. two years in. But mm-hmm. if you thought like, you know what, I'm going to start with two years and see how it goes. That's a yeah, big, that's that's a a big, big mental freaking yeah. jump. And that's tough. It is. That's cool. It's funny because... I use that method in a lot of the things I do is like in fitness to say, all right, I'm mm, going to work this exactly. week straight this week. I'm going to give myself five days straight yeah. and then I'll take a weekend off. Right. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do 10 days straight. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of on that right now with fitness and me, we, we fight all the time. Yeah. It's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get addicted to fitness. You know what I'm saying? That's I, a good I, one. I used to be there. Yeah. I used to be there, but so it's, it's just starting out again is always tough. Mm-hmm. Getting that momentum going, getting that ball rolling, and then yeah. when you got it going, it just feels good, and you don't. Because you, you're a big fitness guy, we talked about it. You're a big fitness I've guy. I've gotten because, there now. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, and I think that's definitely part of the sobriety thing too. Is it? It's it's just constant self improvement now. I've yeah. seen what I was doing to my body before, my emotions and everything. Now I'm trying to get my mind right, get my body right, and get my spirit right, and it, yeah. it feels good. So. Have you ever done like an AA course? Have you ever, have you ever went to any of those? I no, no. I took. I was going to take somebody to an AA meeting. Yeah, I just I was curious to know what it yeah. was like. But I think it kind of just reminded me too much of going to like um, a PTSD ca- clinic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, group counseling PTSD is not my shit, dude. I dude, I sat there. I sat there in a the room, oh. dude. The first is probably two months after getting out. I just got back from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it was, you know, I felt I was real, I was still early on. I wasn't ready for that kind of counseling. Right. I could probably sit in that counseling now and sure. do better. And help out other people. Probably. And help others, right? Yeah. Because my mm-hmm. mind is, 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 is different. Yes. I, I'm matured. I, I, I'm not so fucking, I guess, pig headed yeah. in, in, yeah. in a I'm sense. You know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, I got out and I was still believing that fucking, uh, what I did in the military, you know, very few people can touch, and I was very proud of what I did, and mm-hmm. fucking very, very, very um, callous to anyone else that wasn't infantry ranger. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I got there, and I sat in this fucking group circle, and and two guys spoke before I walked out. One was an MP. All fucking respect to MPs, but for me, an MP overseas at that time was like what the fuck you right. know what I mean like yeah. I couldn't fathom like what the fuck did you do bro right mm-hmm. I was such an asshole at the time that I didn't get it and and then the next guy I think was a cook and then I was like alright I'm out and I walked out Yeah, I wasn't ready to hear it 
and I can see how the same thing is like it's like what's that movie dude where the guy's like you ever suck dick for crack motherfucker <laughs> it was uh, it was like Bob Saget yeah, yeah. Think. And Bob Saget he's like you're not addicted bro you never yeah. suck dick yeah. for crack right it was like uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I seen him <laughs> I seen him but that's the point it's like in the group setting it's such a hard thing man because I think there's a little bit of ego there's a little bit of of self-doubt that you even need to be there mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of belief that y- you could probably do it on yourself and i think essentially part of it is you should be able to do it on your own but there is those guys that need that you need that community of some sort because those guys lost the community that they had yeah it's it's like a, a veteran getting out you yeah. lose the community you had and now you're trying to find uh you're trying to find yourself in a whole new world and and you you have to tie into a new community right a lot of the veterans tie into the drinking community yeah like like yeah. drinking bros like the whole drinking bros thing it didn't start for us really thinking we wanted guys to drink, mm-hmm. right? Like we didn't say, hey, let's start drinking bros because we'll all drink. We just know it's part of our little community. Sure. It's part of the, the warfighter community. It's part of the the law enforcement community. Mm-hmm. It's just something common. Uh, debriefing. Drinking is one of those things that yeah. people do to debrief themselves from yeah. uh, stressful situations. It's also barracks life. It's right. It's barracks life. It's everything. It's, it's I, I started drinking bond. Jameson in the fucking military. I don't mm-hmm. know what the Dude, I'm fucking Mexican, Puerto Rican. We don't drink fucking mm-hmm. whiskey, dude. We don't drink scotch. I drink tequila, dude. I drink fucking Bud Lights. Yeah. So I got into the military and people were like, oh, try this shit. That's where I started drinking scotch and whiskey. Right. It wasn't fucking common in my community mm-hmm. where I grew up, you know? And and so then when we, when Drinking Bros was started, that was the misconception. It's a drinking thing. And it's like, ah, oh, man, it's more than that, right? right. Like yeah, it It's is. a community yeah. thing that we knew would, would revolve around drinking for the fact that it's just kind of already set in place mm-hmm. it's hard to explain but you know what i'm talking it's about something you just have it's another thing that you have in common with veterans right you've you have stories of getting fucked up all over the world exactly and it's funny and and that's just how you bond it's a normal yeah. thing and it's it's also a part of why it's difficult to walk away from it yeah because then all of a sudden you're drinking buddies you you're it's silent Exactly. You know, you're hanging out or I, I remember being in like the barracks and whatnot and everybody's kind of blah till the booze shows up. Now we can party. Dog. Now everything gets turned And you know what else is true? It's, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Your little friends that you had that were drinkers and, and you stopped showing up. Well, then you're not really their friend anymore, are you? That, yeah. It you gets get, weird. You almost, it's, it's a weird, I, I know this world, mm-hmm. bro. I know this fucking several, I have several transitions in my life that I stopped. And like the first big transition in my life, I stopped being a baseball player. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it anymore, right? I fucking wasn't paying the bills. Colleges won't let me anymore because I'm fucking academically ineligible. I fucking lost it. I, I, I'm not playing on the weekends because who gives a fuck about a weekend if I'm right. not actually having a chance to play in the future? Yeah. All my baseball friends turned their backs on me like, dude, we don't ever see you anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't hang out anymore. I was like, yeah, dude, because I have to do something different. I had a fucking daughter. Yeah. They all turned their backs, dude. And it's kind of weird how that works, but it's it's kind of life. Like, it's, yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. If you're not fucking there next to me, what the fuck are you really doing and, and, and how are you relevant in my life? Right. Which becomes hard to like like that, like drinking. How do you walk away from drinking when all your friends are drinkers? And then drinking in the military and then drinking and tattooing. Tattooing is oh, a big, that's, it's a party industry. It is. So again, I'm in another industry where this is acceptable and it's normal. Right. So when people find out I'm a veteran and I'm a tattooer and I don't drink, 
it, they look at me a little different. In Utah, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Utah. Going to California and whatnot, I've gone to restaurants where people look at me and you, what are you going to drink? I'm like, a lemonade? Yeah. I'm like, no, seriously, what are you going to drink? I'm like, a fucking lemonade, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. They'll give me a second glance like, are you fucking with me? Damn, two years sober. Well, that's cool though, man. I think it's I think it's a powerful statement. I think it's important that that you know it's kind of one of those things like everyone needs to evaluate themselves. You it's, know what I mean? That's what it's constantly turned into. Yeah. a lot of a lot of reflection of what it was doing to me. There's still a lot of embarrassing things I'm going through. Yeah, there's a lot of movies. About 45 minutes into every movie, I'm going. Oh, I don't remember this part. Oh uh, man! Over and over, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh fuck, I don't. Rem- this is an p- awesome part, and I don't remember any of this part of the movie at yeah. all." That's usually towards the end, because it's usually I'm sitting now, watch a movie, crack a beer, hanging on the back porch, cracking a beer, cracking something. Yeah. So it always turned into a thing, and now I'm noticing how it really fuck with my memory and my perception. Well, Latino community, a lot of us, a lot of our things that we do in family is in the camaraderie of that is oh yeah, eat and drink, mm-hmm. hanging around the grill, eat and drink drinking a beer it's, it's normal dude my dad I, i'm gonna tell you my dad my dad's i would never consider my father an alcoholic mm-hmm. right I, and i don't think i could ever say he is but i know that beer has been a very it's a focal point of our life yeah, <laughs> and is. i say that it you, is like we we sit there and watch boxing we're drinking mm-hmm. a beer right we sit there and talk about life we're drinking a beer mm-hmm. we're out there grilling fucking carne asada and fucking have tacos later right. we're fucking drinking a beer yep. And there's times where I've tried to be like, hey, Dad, I'm good. I'm not drinking. And I feel like, man, we're not having the same moments we had mm-hmm. when drinking. And so it kind of like, that's my struggle sometimes. It's also perception. Right. Because I've learned to be very comfortable in social situations yeah. now because I don't have to have that switch anymore. Yeah. I don't have that crutch of, okay, now I can chill. Now I can be cool. Now I can bond with you. Yeah. It's just like, it's instant now. I get to wherever I go to and I'm all of a sudden I'm, I want to bond in immediately and I can be relaxed. Yeah, I don't need a drink to be the funny guy in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's like your, your your sense of humor is just as good when you're drinking when you're not drinking. It is. Yeah. But, I but, think it's a little sharper now too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can actually remember shit. I got a little quicker re- reflexes on the... On the on slightly, the, yeah. On the so replies. it's cool. That was like, it's great that you mentioned the whole growing up and you know, seeing your parents, seeing like that's because that's what men do. Yeah. You, they hang around the fire freaking cooking meat drinking beer yeah and then it's where i wanted to be growing up I, I was always thinking to myself i can't wait till i become a man and be able to hang out with my father and the men around the fireplace and have a beer it yeah. was like a thing to me well very segregated lifestyles when you when you're when you're a latino family usually the women are inside <laughs> right. doing the the, the part mm. of the cooking in the kitchen and they're all they're doing the camaraderie kitchen stuff mm-hmm. and the men are outside around yep. the grill cooking and drink uh doing the the, the steaks yep. and, the, and the grill and drinking beers Kids very very around. common yeah there's there's Normal. usually there's usually that's that's how it goes it's funny because i've had a, i've had a like christy doesn't know that very well because the puerto rican culture is a little different than the mexican culture mm-hmm. and latino cultures are all kind of different just a little bit yeah but in my household it was always that mm-hmm. there's no way christy was going to be out there drinking a beer hanging out with me and my dad like right hey, what are you doing right like right. go outside and bond with it the women be because weird. this is our time mm-hmm. right this is this is due time yeah we, we fucking grow carne asada we talk about fucking the day we talk about bullshit we drink our beers and this is fucking this is our time as we come together yeah and then there's the meal, and we all eat together and everything else. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the women are inside doing the, the fucking whatever, the beans, the oh, rice, yeah. the, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? And they're doing their bonding. Mm-hmm. And this is like years and years and years of my family. That's how we do it. Right. And so it's like, it's funny because it's like, it's kind of different. Like things are slowly changing. Like what we know is growing up as kids was normal is now slowly kind of evolving to 
cook with your wife and and hang out a little bit right, more and, right. and you know what Everything's i mean it's getting mixed up a little bit more yeah the last time i went to california i you know i don't want to put too much of my family's business out there yeah. but you know my father was not in a good spot and my little uh younger brother again he's kind of they're all in the on the fence about alcohol yeah and i went there totally sober clear-headed and I kind of knocked down some walls aggressively yeah. and I was trying to be understanding. And now they're all kind of coming onto my side a little bit. They're yeah. all seeing how it's, this, you don't need this in your life. Right. If you want it and you can handle a little here and there, that's cool. But yeah. to have that need is not necessary. No, that's exactly it. Like you shouldn't, this is not what, if you have to, if you go to a party and you feel like the alcohol is what, ma- what makes the party, well then you fucking, you might have a problem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. If I'm going to a party, hang on with my friends, I'm just excited. I'm going to show up and they're going to be there and we can have a good conversation, have a good time. Sure. But if you think the alcohol was the reason for that good time, right. you might have a problem. That's the crutch. Right. That is the big, big problem. And, and, you know, and, it's, and it's, it's cool that you know, you're a veteran because hearing you say that, it's, it's a step that a lot of veterans probably don't want to make. Yeah. And that probably need to. Right. I made a post about this just the other day. About uh, it was an old post I made on a veteran group. It's a veteran outreach group for. Um, and it's not really just veteran. It's mainly just an outreach group for people that are struggling with <coughs> anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And I said like, if you're a frequent flyer, if you if you if you post every week, looking for I, I'm not doing so hot right now. I was like, well, then maybe you need to get counseling, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you just need to get counseling. And if you know that alcohol is the initiator for almost all of it, well, maybe you need to stop drinking. Right. Because alcohol will, most people don't want to think it, but it's a downer. It is. It's a downer. You might feel like you're having a fucking great time, but it's an emotional, it's a depressant. It's putting your brain to sleep slowly. Exactly. And so people don't realize like most of the time when these guys are are suicidal or freaking depressed and you're doing alcohol, Mm. well, fuck, dude, you're making it 10 times worse. You're multiplying your fucking situation to the worst potential by drinking. Yeah. And then guys like me and you and other guys like that, we don't have a stop button. Mm-mm. What stops me from drinking is when I go to sleep. Right. Right? Whether I either put myself to sleep or I'm put to sleep by right. just drinking and drinking and drinking. Yeah. And so if, if you can't identify like, all right, I'm mentally in a bad spot, let me drink. Bah, wrong. Mm-hmm. The worst fucking answer. Mm-hmm. And so you as a veteran acknowledging the fact that you can't, you don't need the liquor in your life to give yourself the, the quality of life that you have and being able to step away from it is a, is a huge statement. And I wish more veterans, you know, that knew that about themselves mm-hmm. were able to make that same step. It's huge, man. It just opens your eyes and it really lets you dig out all the bullshit that's really bothering you. Yeah. Because everybody's trying to hide something. Like yeah. heavy drug and alcohol use, it, it's most of the time you're trying to hide something. We all have our insecurities and, and issues yeah. that we deal with. And, and if you don't actually come to, come to terms and deal with your shit. Dig it out. Dig yeah. it out. It sucks. It hurts. Dig it out. And then you're fucking free. We all suck at life, don't we? It's, it's, Damn it. it's <laughs> no fun. But fuck, man. You are such a better person for it. I know. I know. What I found weird was a lot of the stuff that people don't talk about when they go through sobriety. Like the sugar cravings, getting gaining weight, the being lost at dinner. As goofy as that sounds, yeah. it took me months to figure out what the hell to drink with dinner. <laughs> it's it's um, dumb, but I'm gonna have yeah. um milk. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I don't like drinking soda that has a ton of sugar. I don't want to drink juice; it makes me feel like a child. Yeah. So what else is left to have with a nice meal? Because it, it was always it's mostly lemonade and tea now. Yeah, but 
you know, if you're going to have a nice steak, have a killer glass of wine. You have some pizza, have a good beer. Have everything oh, yeah. I had was alcohol paired. Yeah. You know, cheese and wine, chocolate and like that stuff was a really tough hurdle to get over. And it was fucking odd. It feels awkward. I've seen you drink. What was it? A root beer? What a ginger it? beer. A ginger beer. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That shit's good. I've never had one. And that's no alcohol in it. No. I thought it had, no. I had thought it had alcohol. It's in like it. root beer. Yeah. I think it's just there by name. Oh, interesting. But that's a fun, and then getting funny comments or funny looks from either waiters or other men. Yeah. That shit. I, I really wasn't expecting that crap either. I've been at random get togethers at a bar and I was holding a mason jar with some lemonade and this dude was next to me and he had a smaller mason jar and he had a gin and tonic in it. And he's like, and I asked him, I was like, what you got? A little baby lemonade? He's like, no, gin and tonic. He's like, you want me to get you one? I was like, oh, I actually don't drink. And he just like smirks and goes, oh, cause you're woman. Like, what the fuck? For a second, I was like, what the fuck? Who's this motherfucker? That's funny. So I just like stepped back for a second. I was like, it, that's part of it. You know, it just makes me a better person. And definitely impressing my wife is a priority in my life. <laughs> I would rather impress my wife over some random dude at a bar. And then it just got quiet. Yeah. You know, like, fuck that guy. I have nobody to impress. I have nothing to prove like this macho ego shit. It's just a lot of immaturity oh, that comes man. along with drinking as well, though. It's like drinking drinking man i don't drink as much as i used to at all because of the fact that like, i just don't find the time to even want to sit down and do that because there's so much more i want to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean but then i'm surrounded by by a lot of guys like you that just don't drink anyways which is like cool i don't fucking need a drink either yeah or if i wanted to have a drink i'll have a drink but sure it's one of those things like like when i'm in la with those guys uh from the minds mc i'm telling you right now i felt like the biggest asshole i showed up with four bottles of fucking whiskey yeah because I own a whiskey company. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> so I brought it to say, hey, guys, let's have a good time. Let's celebrate. Yeah. None of them drank. <laughs> and I was like, huh. cool, man. No, I'll just take these back to the car. Give me a second. <laughs> so we took it back to the car. We smoked cigars. Okay. We had good That's conversation. Nice. Yeah. It was a good time, man. And it, and it's a trip, man. I started getting digger, digging deeper into a lot of these guys' lives. And, and a lot of them, you know, have their their prison stints or mm-hmm. have their their issues and, and and you know they've fallen down a lot in life and yeah. now they're now they're fucking one of the biggest tv shows that's that's anticipated yeah and uh they have control of everything now right like like the alcohol and not just alcohol other things right mm-hmm. like it was it, alcohol essentially was what started them off and they knew that if they started with drinking then they'd go to freaking other things potentially harder from right from, from coke to heroin to whatever the case Oof. right everyone has their fucking their thing their vices yeah, yeah. and so a lot of these guys are um 100% sober by by the by by now and and fucking really a cool inspirational story is is several of these dudes one guy Frankie Frankie Loya is is one of the dopest dudes but he actually speaks he actually is one of those guys that like more mentor you yeah. know people and as well as help them and he's just a solid dude man nice. you would never think that he had an issue before it's like there's there's a couple guys where you're like okay I can see where they've had some issues and I I, I get it mm-hmm. but him he's such a like a sweetheart person yeah I'm I'm almost shocked like wow this guy had like an alcohol issue right and he's like not only an alcohol issue I'm like fuck dude like and he's like owns a barber shop he's a fucking successful actor he he's a very big advocate for 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 guys who who need the help yeah and he sponsors a lot of guys fucking awesome to see you know what I mean and and to see that he knew that he couldn't control it and couldn't handle it or that it controlled him. And he explained to me, he was just like, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like the guy that I was, you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. that guy is not a nice guy. And it, you get real philosophical. You start digging, you start thinking more and you start 
trying to understand why you do certain things. The yeah. why is really important. Yeah. If you can understand that shit, you can really start changing your life to what you want it to be yeah. instead of having external things controlling your life like alcohol. Yeah. If you understand why do I drink, then I don't really need to drink. And then you can just, it's a new path. It's, a, it's amazing. And you want to help other people too because you start becoming really empathetic. Yeah. You see where you're at now and it feels good. So you want to help out other people. So hopefully they're, they can come to where you're at too if they choose to. What helps you on your your path to enlightenment? You know what I mean. What mm -hmm. happens? Like, what what motivates you to continue to advance, to continue to learn? You know, like like this is this is all part of your journey that you've created for yourself. You right? Like yeah. like not a lot of, not a lot of guys want to do this. Not a lot of guys want to look at themselves in the mirror and identify like, all right, here's what I need to fix. Here's what what's going pretty good, and how do I get all of this better? You know, it just prioritizing what is more important to me in life. It, and you have to sacrifice something for anything you want. Right. So what is, what is, what is, you, what's your reason? So sacrificing alcohol means having a better relationship with my wife and my family itself and having a better relationship with myself. And why do you put family above? It's the most important thing in my life to me. It's, it's who I work hard for. It's who brings me joy. It's, they're my everything. It, it's the same with me. Mm -hmm. Like we, 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 we've talked about this yeah. and it's just, it's funny cause there's not a, there's, Everyone has their thing, mm -hmm. right? And not everyone's is our thing, yeah. right? Like, like my family sure. is hundred percent. The the motivating factor in my life has always been my my family, uh, from the first kid that I've ever had mm -hmm. all the way to the last kid that I had uh, to to my my wife, you know, and everything. It's just I I don't see a life. Uh, I don't see, I guess, um, purpose in a life that doesn't have family in it right, right. you see what i'm saying yeah. and i'm not talking like mom and dad i'm talking yeah. like my own immediate family i think it's because we work really hard for uh, to support other people yeah and without supporting those other people the working hard part is like whoa fuck. what's the point what am i doing yeah exactly yeah. that is my purpose that is my reasoning for working hard and accomplishing what i do yeah like my purpose for existence is them yeah is to continue to shape mold mentor and in love yeah th those people right Right. And, and it's funny because like in doing though, I've had to make a lot of changes recently. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of these changes mm -hmm. I've had to make them because I've had to put my family first and I've had to put everything else second. Yeah. And, and I've lost a lot, you know, I've lost a lot, but I've also gained a lot. Like yeah. I, I feel like I've just gained more for me personally. I've gained, man, I guess better insight to who I want to be. Yeah. I guess I'm more proud of myself for making the hard choice. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's easy to live a life, you know, that I was living. It's easy to fucking to do to do other things. It's hard to fucking be dedicated to a path that most people don't want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking it's a challenge. And I think it just comes down to comfort. Yeah. You're comfortable even though you may not be super happy. Yeah. It's familiar. Yeah. So you just stick with it because you don't know what the unfamiliar is scary. Yeah. So as soon as you kind of become uncomfortable, you remove all that shit and you're like, oh, fuck, it's really not that bad. It's right. actually kind of better. Dude, so, yeah. Why didn't I do this before? Like, <laughs> what, was, what was the big deal? <laughs> why was I so scared to just be myself? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. What yeah. do you really want? What makes you the happiest? Right. Are you, are you doing what you're doing right now for, to please other people? And are you really happy with that? If so, cool. But if not, like, you got to make shit up. You yeah. got to make yourself uncomfortable. Motherfucking will, man. You're like my fucking very own Dalai Lama, dude. You're like my own very own Dalai Lama. I love, oh yeah, Buddhism too. That's, that's helped me out a lot. Buddhism, you, you don't ha You don't associate with any specific religion, do you? Well, or like, I, I don't know. I don't know how. 
I don't want to say it like that and mm-hmm. think like you have to find yourself like one okay. religion. You, I, I'm, I mean, in the most like open-minded way, like it's like for me. Obviously, I'm, a, I'm a man of, I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer of God. Okay, and I don't know how else to explain that other than that, okay. right? Like, yeah. there, even if I don't go to church every Sunday, even if I don't have friends that are freaking Christians, all that mm-hmm. shit. Like, I believe in God, and I have, and I, I believe I, I have a set belief that, um, you know. It, I just have my belief system, you know sure, what I'm saying, sure, and it's sure. it's not probably cut out any mold in any Bible or anything that you know any specific person that shows up church every Sunday believes in. Mine's got my mine's kind of my belief, and, and I feel like I have my relationship. Yeah, and that that's one of the things that really keeps me. Um, I can't say it keeps me walking the straight path. I just walk it because I fucking walk it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But it definitely is a thought process in my head that you know in the future uh, when we die what is there after, mm-hmm. you know, an afterlife and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, and, and there's always question in that. And so I'm curious to know what, what is your, I guess, thought process on any of that and, and what is it, I guess, what's your, your beacon of light that you, you, you kind of go your path towards? Oh man, that's, that's a big question. I, I, I do believe in creation and a higher power in a sense that the evidence is in nature. Nature is perfectly balanced. I don't know what's going to happen after we die. I know what's going to happen today, hopefully, and I'm going to try to just live the best that I can. I don't know what the purpose of life is except for enjoying it. Do you fear, like, like I sometimes fear, I go down this dark hole, right, this fucking rabbit hole of thought, and I fear that in death I will never see my kids again. Well, well, yeah. That's the, I think, like, that's the most terrifying thought process to me. It's not anything else. Like, that is like, scary. like everything's fuck. Fuck, remove everything from life. Remove yeah. all this bullshit. Remove right. this fucking house, money, fucking, fucking social media. My biggest fear is that when I die, that I'll never see my family again. Right. It's fucking terrifying. Right. It, it is terrifying. And something I've really been studying a lot lately is Stoic philosophy. Yeah. And part of that is believing that all events are neutral. All events. If Fuck, you, what's that? What's so, that? So let's take the rain, for example. Yeah. Shit starts raining right now. The rain just is. It's, it's not there to ruin your day. It's not there to make your day happy. You choose to put an emotional attachment to that event. The rain simply is. Death simply is. So it, it's going to happen no matter what. Right. So It's not there to put a damper on you. It's not yeah. for you to worry about. It's just so going to happen. You it's, need to be indifferent towards things that make no difference. Yeah. And be focused on things that you can make a difference on and you can enjoy you can enjoy your family today they're all alive and healthy and that's beautiful freaking hug them super tight and just enjoy the moment who fucking knows what tomorrow's gonna bring oh my god and that's part of stoic philosophy is i like it understanding that shit happens shit happens every day and it's not there to hurt you or make you feel bad it just is it's and the, accepting yeah. what it is is just it's just better peace of mind it's living with nature and it's being more balanced instead of attaching emotions to either events you can't control other people's opinions or just like the economy or whatnot you have no control over this shit why are you getting so emotionally attached and why are you stressing yourself out for things that are just out of your hands that's a big thing for me. I, I do my best like man we also we easier obviously easier said than done of i know course. Easier said, obviously yeah, yeah well that's a big thing in sports is like mm-hmm. dude the only way you can handle this situation you have in sports right whether it's pitching in baseball whether it's hitting whatever it is how you react to the situation. Yeah. Right? Like, no, That's you it. can't control That's what it. happens. Mm-hmm. All you can control is how you react to it, right. which is exactly what you're saying. But the funny thing is, like, there's a lot of people that get tied in and, and, and so so emotional over political events, over all this mm-hmm. stuff, and I refuse to give my energy to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I refuse to because it's like, 
can I, my voice, if I voice my opinion on how I feel about a president, how I feel about a political stance, does that change anything? No. Fuck not at no. All. Not at all. Yeah, fuck no. You know. So it's like, fuck you. I know what I believe. I don't mm-hmm. need to fucking tell anyone right. else. Like, I, I stick to my guns on what I believe. And I continue to do it, but I don't fucking feel like projecting my my belief system on the rest of the world because why the fuck would I do that? It doesn't do anything. Right. And in general, there really isn't that big of a difference. Dude. You know what I mean? We live every day. We go to work every day the way it is. Like, there's a few scary things that may or may not happen, but... I mean, just why are you so stressed out about that? Shit? Why are you so angry? I, I fucking profoundly believe in like, I post things that make me laugh, and I and, and if anyone has best. if anyone has the same kind of mindset as me, they're gonna laugh too. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I didn't post because like you know what, Will's gonna love this. No, I post because mm-hmm. I'm gonna love this. Sure. And I, you know, and I think like eh, if anyone has a sense of humor, they'll probably like it too. Sure. But I post for me, mm-hmm. not because I want to stem an argument, not because I want to stem a fucking belief system, right. like. I feel like like me being a Christian man or whatever, and it's hard to even call it Christianity mm-hmm. for me because because I don't really see it so much. I see it as uh, I believe in a, uh, a greater being and I believe in living living a life of being a good fucking person. Sure. And I think uh, eventually my life will be projected in that way mm-hmm. and, and so profound that people will just question like, what is it that makes him tick? And, and, and deep down inside, the only thing the answer can be like, well, he just believes in being a good person. Yeah. Right? And, that, and that's what I believe in. Yeah. Right? Like, there's nothing more than to my life. There's no fucking tricks and there's no smoke and mirrors. I just really believe in just being a good person because why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And, and, and in doing so, I believe good things will happen. Yeah. Right? Like, the positive fucking energies, the, mm-hmm. the, the, I spend my fucking, my life projecting hopefully positivity mm-hmm. that it to to hopefully it bounces back yeah you know and then and then eventually leaving this world and having a huge footprint in positivity in this in, the, in this world mm-hmm. whether it's been i've inspired i've motivated i've entertained mm-hmm. but it's been in a in a good outlet and not a negative one yeah you know and then that's it and i think people eventually follow me and be like oh this guy's really fucking i like following you because you're a fresh breath there sure. like oh cool thank you appreciate it. that's mm-hmm. like a really good that that feels good to hear because Essentially, that's all I'm trying to give out is good vibes, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. positivity, and 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 I love to have question. You know, what I, mean? I love yeah. I love just answering, and not even that. Just like I love feeling like I don't, like Elon Musk. That dude is yeah. That's one of those guys that just thinks outside of he's a next level every thinker. fucking box. Amazing, freaking that, amazing. And that's mind. the kind of thing that motivates me and inspires mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. if that guy was an alcoholic. Totally different story. Totally different Completely story. Completely different story. And it just right tie, there. ties this whole thing right back to it's like right. that guy's a. I I would love to have that conversation with him. Like that'd be freaking amazing, right? To see what he thinks. He's like, dude, why fucking spoil a fucking perfectly good mind? Yeah. On clarity, drinking? yeah, is is amazing. Oh. Having having thought like right now. I can wake up maybe ten minutes before my alarm clock. My eyes just open wide, and I'm ready to take the day on. Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to like jump on the alarm. I'm psyched to get to the gym. I'm psyched to get to work. Everything is just, it's great. Yeah. And that's, that's basically my biggest motivation to not drink right there is to have that morning. I love having that time, that clarity as soon as you wake up. And it helps build, I would say this, I say the fact that you don't drink and you don't have the hangovers, you don't have the other things that come with it, the repercussions behind drinking, you have clarity, which helps you become successful uh, sooner than other people who don't because of the clear, cleared vision, right? yeah. the cleared mind, like yeah. the thought process. Like your mind is, you're, you're, but, but you know, how old are you? I'm 38. It's a funny thing, man. Cause we both wouldn't be thinking that in 25. Oh, fuck no. Right? Oh, fuck. No. There's no way you could have ever convinced me. At I don't that even age. know. At 30, it would have been rough for me to do the same yep. thing. Same thing. You know, yeah. I think in the past three years, I've actually been like slowing down. 
mm-hmm. drinking. And the past year has been the most. I've kind of just slowed down a lot. Right. Me and Chris would go out and do karaoke on like on a Friday, and mm-hmm. I have some drinks. But like, I used to fucking drink quite a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's it's funny. And the, I think now I like to wake up and try and conquer the world. You know. Mm-hmm. Or at least that day, conquer that day, right? Do you think it's also because when we were younger, our bodies were the bounce back? It was like, we can handle it. It was like nothing, man. <laughs> we could get fucked up, drink all night, show up to fucking two, morning PT, PT, you know, go to work by like noonish, you're feeling great, have like an awesome lunch and whatnot. Dinner, you're getting fucked up again. Dude, your body built in its own fucking self destruct mechanism. Well, oh, so man. now it's like, if I drink, it hurts for four days. So oh, I'd rather just super not. Super long hangovers. Oh, dude, I, I was having hangovers for two, three days. Shit, it's I was awful. having hangovers where I wouldn't even be able to get out of bed. I just mm-hmm. order food and just sit there for three days. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Like my body said, "Fuck you, yeah. dude." So yeah, I, 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 my body obviously I can't. Do, I get hangovers from cupcakes now. As stupid as it sounds, <laughs> the sugar in the cupcake. Yeah, it, it gives me such a spike. I wake up with a freaking. I can feel it on the side of my temple. I'm like, I get headaches now from not drinking caffeine. Not oh oh the withdrawal you know I mean? caffeine headache yeah. shit because that's another addiction right like I'm okay with that one yeah yeah I, 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 think, we, I think we all are I think we I'm, all are I'm totally okay with having a caffeine I have addiction. a cup of coffee a day and maybe at night I'll have mm-hmm. one as well if I'm working if I'm writing if I'm doing something on my computer mm-hmm. but it's, it's not so much anything about it's just the the feeling I get of drinking a cup of coffee it feels good it wakes me up and just uh, yeah it's like it's, a it's, nectar it's, it's like, exactly mm. it's it's a it's a form of. Uh, Man, how do you say it? It's it's as if I'm as I'm drinking the coffee, I am meditating. Right. Right? It's it's, it's, a, it's an awesome sense of joy. Yeah. It's a wonderful day to wake up in the morning. Just you just feel it go like nice and warm, that nice freaking strong coffee taste. It's fucking great. Crazy, man. It feels good. Yeah, it does, man. That's what life is about. It's about feeling good. Like just setting yourself up for a freaking success. That's I, important. I think to the me. coolest thing you said was was and this is something I've, I believe in as well as like, you know, every day you're trying to make yourself successful, you know yeah. what I mean? And like in doing so, you decided not to drink. It was a small mission that helped mm-hmm. you last two years. And you're yeah. going to continue to do these small missions until you'll be 30, 40, 50 years sober. Yeah. But in those 30, 40, 50 years, you've been 10 times more productive in life than you were if you were drinking. Massively. Right. And that's huge. Yeah. And, and, and understand, everyone that's listening right now, it's like, we're not talking about you guys who just drink your whiskey here and there and all this stuff. No, it's the guys who all. can't, the guys who start and can't stop. The guys that know that, you know, you wake up on a Saturday or a Sunday morning embarrassed about what the fuck you did the night before. Mm-hmm. The guys that fucking drink until they can't handle it until then they fight someone and then they fucking now are in prison or in jail or whatnot. Like, it's the guys that proven a pattern that drinking is not for you. Yeah. It's the guys who know that they're depressed. They're, they're struggling with transition. They're struggling with post-traumatic stress. And, and, then choose drinking to cope with it. If you're using it as a self-medicator, if you're using it uh, to, to help freaking wash away the pain, if you're using it to put yourself to sleep, if you're using it for these reasons that that's just not really the most mature decision to make, well, then maybe you got to look at it in the way that, that Will's talking about where, you know what, if you remove that from your life, you imagine how much more successful, how how much how much your your better your, your life will be, how mm-hmm. better off yeah. you would be, and how much you would grow yeah. just as an individual. And it's 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 a transition, yeah, because you're lost for a little bit, and then you have to just find yourself again. And while you're finding yourself, you're figuring out why you did certain things. Why yeah. did I drink so much? Why was I so angry? Why was I so abusive? Why was I? 
all this anger that you Everything. come out of the the when you come out of the military that's just being built up you're angry because you're away you're angry because you're not there anymore you're angry because you didn't weren't on this mission like you were mentioning before yeah. like everything just upsets you and so you drink and you drink and you drink yeah instead of going enjoying where you're out are today uh, understanding the accomplishments you had uh, appreciating the compliments other people are doing and understanding you're on a new path and it's cool everything yeah. is cool yeah love it dude well man that's a that's my man right there will well i mean we're gonna do it again probably in a couple weeks dude. sweet <laughs> <laughs> this is great man yeah, thank you sure, so much for sure dude well dude uh congratulations on your two years thank sobriety you. man you know i'm here to support you um it's always nice to hear a different side of things, you know what I mean? In, in a world that, you know, the veteran culture is very, very drink heavy, you know, and obviously I own a whiskey company, but I also do believe in the fact that if you can't handle your alcohol, mm -hmm. you need to take control. Get over some it, help, you know? please. Yeah, get some help. Yeah. If you guys have questions with help, if you guys have questions with recovery, you guys can hit me up. I know Drinking Bros has a DB recovery page. You can check them out. Uh, anything else, if you just want to go uh, hit me up directly and want to see if I can outsource something for you i can but also you can just google it your fucking self if you want it that bad mm -hmm. uh we're here for you if you guys need uh that's will underscore xx check them out also your tattoo shop please give it a plug again black salt studio 930 south main street salt lake city utah go check it out if you guys have questions with that let us know um i'll make sure i tag that in the next one Excellent. Uh, the, the address for for your tattoo shop sweet thank you cool and i'll make a post too as well on on my pa my page later but uh thanks for listening guys you guys take care have a good night Bye.